Hey, Catalyst Crew. Welcome to Catalyst Corner, episode 88. I'm Evan. I'm Jim. And we got some interesting stuff to talk about today. We're going to cover a couple of uh, movies. I want to talk about uh, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Uh, we're going to talk about some some more AI stuff mm-hmm. that's going on. Yep. And uh, I want to discuss kind of the look of modern movies. I have uh, I have some opinions on that. Um, so that's what we got in store for us today. And uh, yeah, let's get into it. How you doing, Jim? I'm doing okay. How about you? Oh my God, it's <laughs> been a wild. On. It's been a wild. Uh, so we're a, we're a week late. Yes. which is very unlike me. Um, let me tell you what happened. Okay. So I get a phone call Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. Your mom fell down the stairs. Oh. She's on her way to the hospital. Yeah, that's never a good no, phone call. No, no, terrible to hear. So I get there, and the uh, the ICU surgeon sits me down. And he says, we think she had, you know, a brain aneurysm. Mm. Uh, we think she's, you know, she's gone. Tough. It's awful. That's, I mean, uh, that's as bad as it gets. Right. So I'm trying to process all right. Of this, right? Yeah. And so uh, he's like, well, the neurosurgeon's coming in from home mm-hmm. and uh, he's going to take a look at everything and we'll, we'll let you know okay. what the options are. Yeah. Right. So a couple hours go by, and I'm just kind of, you know, with my family, just mulling all this over. Mm-hmm. The neurosurgeon comes in the room, and, uh, you know, I'm just waiting for, you know, whatever the finality of right. it is. And he goes, uh, yeah, she's going to be fine. <laughs> <That's> so, <laughs> that is just the most outrageous <laughs> thing ever. Like, how in the yeah. world? So, I, you know, I pushed my asshole back into my body right. because, yeah. uh, you know, I, yeah. I just... How does it go from one extreme yeah. to the yeah. other extreme? She's like, you know, there may, there's going to be a long road and everything. Sure. Obviously. But that's a, and, you that's know. a totally different yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So we went from, you know, burying my mom to, you know, now we got her in the rehab. And yeah. She's, she's up and about and, you know. Well, that's good. Tough stuff. Good. But... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. Ugh, so I thought I trauma trauma dump on our audience with yeah. that one, but that's why we were we're a week late, right? Uh, if you guys were wondering why there wasn't an episode yeah. last week, it's so, because uh, you know the yeah. hospital. So forgive us. For- yeah, you know <laughs> they killed my mom but brought yeah. her back. You know, so yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Nice. Uh, yeah. So that's what's going on with me. Um, so what have you watched? So I watched this movie called The Dark and the Wicked. Have you heard this one? I have not. Okay, it's it's a shutter. Uh, hey, I like Shutter. Shutter, I right? like Shutter. So, this one is one of those ones where it has like that, uh, like the witch aesthetics, right? It's it's kind yeah, of it's got, got a folk horror. Well, it's 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 like Texas, right? Okay. So we're down in Texas. Yeah. But the aesthetic is it's it's kind of dark. It's kind of mm. quiet. You know what I mean? Like very that, slow burn. Right. Exactly. And it, it's about so. Um, a mother calls, you know, and this is a good segue, right? A mother calls her kids, her son and daughter to come home or kind of told them not really to come home, but their father was in a situation where he probably wasn't going to make it. Sure. Sure. Get the neurosurgeon to check. Get the neurosurgeon. Get him in there first before you start killing off parents, you know, as you do, as you do. So they come, they, they go back to the family home. And shit starts going wild, right? So you start hearing, you know, 
basically what ends up being it it's more like a, a like a possession right okay like so something and we don't know what it is right but maybe it's a demon maybe it's the devil sure, we, we it's don't the, know it's, for it's sure the paranormal it, entity right. right right but something has now is, is fucking with this family right so it, it's talking in their ear it's making them see things and basically it's getting them to start you know killing themselves is, oh, wow. is ultimately what it's doing. Wow. Right? It's driving them to insanity to the point where they're actually, you know, committing okay. suicide. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Kind of, kind of, yeah. kind of along like the smile sort of plot yeah. a little yeah. bit. So again, slow burn. Mm. There's, you know, not it's not, uh, you know, gore porn or anything right, like right. that. Probably low budget. Yeah, but but that sweet spot. Right. But the thing is, it. You know, it, it, it has that creepy element, right? Like the like the witch, right? Where you're on your edge of your seat always waiting right. for so something. Right, so it does its job. Then. Yeah, it doesn't, Not you know, not always something happens. No, enough but you does just, happen. you have enough dread. Right. And the movie builds it, enough exactly. dread, you know, that it'll carry yeah. you through the whole and, film. And it, and it ends, you know, it ends on, you know, the thing where, you know, du- Right, is the narrator reliable or not? Right, and so we don't know exactly what. So we don't know what it is ultimately that that you know tears this family. Yeah, but to a lot shreds, of times but, that's uh, more powerful. Yeah, so I think it was a really good movie. I you know it got highly recommended. That's why we watched it. It's called Dark and Wicked. Yeah, the Dark and the Wicked. Interesting. Yeah, so that that's what I watched. Uh, I, I I give it a I give it a thumbs up uh, All right. to, to so check it out. So you say you you're recommending? That I do one. recommend it. Interesting. I think you know it not too long. So, Good. Yeah, pretty tight. You know, yeah, like most horror movies are. Rat. So, what, so what about you? Would you catch anything? I did, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into a long spiel because it, uh, so basically what I watched was the the. Uh, New All Quiet on the Western Front. Oh, okay. 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 And it was well done. Nice. Like, from a story nice. perspective and everything. Sure. But it gets into a, a, a kind of a segue I want to talk about. Okay. Here. And I've been trying to, uh, it, it finally clicked while I was watching this. Mm-hmm. Modern day movies look too clean. Sure. And what I mean by that is it, they almost because because these cameras are so you know high end you're talking about 4k 6k 12k cameras mm-hmm. that are capturing this stuff right what you end up with are these perfect images yes which takes the life out of the the movie mm-hmm. so it it doesn't look real it either looks like it either looks like a cartoon like the hobbit yeah. kind of looks cartoonish or it looks like sort of an AI generated right. you know sure fest and there are there are uh you know exceptions to this rule and the ones that I would cite are uh the Batman mm-hmm. I I think I I would say modern day the Batman is probably the most well shot movie sure but that's because they used vintage lenses. They, yeah. they weren't using. Yeah, and I think that they had it where it was dark. You know, well, the thing of the it aesthetic is, was kind of the dark. Thing, the so. thing of it is, is that, you know, with modern shooting, everything is artificial light and, you know, even the shadows have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. So you don't, you there's no realism so right. when you watch The Flash or you watch, you know, any modern day superhero movies, whether the movies are good or not, they don't look good. Sure. And where you could get away. And, and, and I think 
part of, you know, we always complain about how the CGI has gone downhill. I think part of that is just that the, the way that they're filming movies now, nobody is talented enough to do CGI on that level. Right. Right. So, you know, with the Batman, you can hide a lot of it in the mm-hmm. shadows, you know? Right, yeah. So when, you or know... Or the Joker is right. another one that used vintage lenses. Yeah. So when you Hateful have, like... Eight yeah, with Tarantino. The, the, you have, like, dark and gritty, or you're, like, sweaty, or you're supposed to be dirty, but you don't look it. You look like a clean version of exactly. being dirty. It exactly. looks like it was put, like... It was painted on you, right? As opposed to you really got down and dirty in the mud. Right. It doesn't look real. It looks like right. a painting. So what? What ends up? Or or you have characters that are outside in the sun, and nobody's sweating or squinting. Right. You know, everybody is just perfect. Mm-hmm. So it comes off, at least to me. And I don't know if if everyone, and I don't expect everyone to agree. Maybe some people like this aesthetic, but as someone that does art for a living. Mm-hmm. I look at this stuff and it's 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 very uncanny valley to me because it doesn't seem you know real it seems so artificial right. but then you know you have the joker and you have the batman not to say it's all dc stuff because there's a there's right. a ton sure. of examples but that are using digital cameras cuz not a ton of people are doing film anymore right. which is to be right. expected I'm sure, not I'm not harping on that mm-hmm. but you know, when you use these DNA lenses, they call them, you get such a... Because the reason that this clicked for me was because they did this with All Quiet on the Western Front. Mm. And it was so clean. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, this is a World War One right. movie. Right. Like, this, this is not supposed to be... This should be grit. There should be sweat right. and grit. It shouldn't be this perfect, robotic, artificial sort of look. And then I started thinking about a lot of the movies that I have issues with today. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them do the same thing. Right. I mean, if you're telling if you're telling a tale, you know, that that is, you know, whatever, 1950s, you know 1940s. What I think it, you know what you can do? I think you can do it with like Barbie. I think it works. Sure. I think the, I think this modern style. Sure, something like that would work would, with would Barbie. Be fine, because they're supposed to be plastic, right? But right? could you so, imagine like Blade Runner with this no, style? No, but the thing is, you, you know, you're you should have it. The, the technology should kind of match. So when you're when if you're looking at it through the eyes of somebody, let let's say that was there recording this as it was happening, it should look similar to that aesthetic. Sure, but and do we want do we want our superheroes to look plastic? No. No, we don't. But we they want do. them to look but we they want, do. Right. And that's and that's a big problem. They should never look that way. Because I mean again, they're out there usually in some sort of battle or right. some sort of you know crisis they should never look plastic they should never look clean they should never look you know completely digitized they right. should and this look is, look and this is not me saying that i need hyper realism with like gore and all that stuff sure it's just that you look at a movie like here here's a good example look at lord of the rings mm-hmm that you know, what are we talking about? Two thousand and one, yeah, maybe, yeah, right, 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 almost thirty years old at this yeah. point, twenty-four years old. Mm-hmm. That movie looks a hundred times better than Rings of Power does. Sure, because yeah, Rings of Power doesn't. It looks artificial. 
Right. Middle Earth looks real in mm-hmm. Lord. And, and again, this is not to excuse The Hobbit either, because The Hobbit looks very cartoonish. Yeah. Yeah, but that but that also goes into play with, you know, having everything CGI as opposed to having things that are actually there. Sure, I totally agree with you. You know what that. I mean? But like, I think I think a big element of it is, you know, in in the in the quest for perfection, mm-hmm. I think what we've lost is sort of that that thing that ties these fa- fantastical stories to the yeah. real world. Well, let me give you a prime example, right? Madam Web is coming out in another couple weeks, right? And you know, it, it it's slated to be a, a catastrophic failure. Yeah, nobody's. Right? I mean, I think it's just the excitement for these kind of like B and C tier superheroes is just right. non-existent. Yeah. But Dakota Johnson was asked about it, right? And her her response was, well, I hope I did a good job because I didn't have anything around me. Like, they're telling me they bring a bomb you in a just room. went off. Right, they bring you in a room, a green room with, like, foam green shapes. And yeah. they're just like, okay, pretend. Right, and so... But that's, that was the biggest... Um, uh, flaw i think in the prequels yeah was because lucas wa- wanted it to be so fantastic mm-hmm. there was so much green screen so, right so yes some of the acting was a little flat right because you can't because you, it's not the same it's not the same thing as having a set right like if an actual explosion went off behind you you're going to react differently than if someone tells you an explosion went off behind you and what's even more wild to me is i can't imagine it's any cheaper no, probably building not. Building it that way than building, building yeah. you know, practical yeah. sets. So I'm not, I, again, my point is I'm not forgiving Madam Web if it bombs because it uh, it's a movie that no one wanted and shouldn't have been made. But, you know, in but in hearing her talk about the, the way that the movie was shot, and to your point, it's all going to be completely clean right. because it's all going to be high def CGI camera work. With right, and, the lighting is it, the lighting is all going to be artificial. Yeah, everything is artificial, and that's the thing. The reason the bat, the reason I I cite the Batman so much mm-hmm. is because they built a giant dome and turned it into Gotham, so right. that the lighting appeared real. Mm-hmm. And the thing about that is. You have imperfections in reality. Right. And, you know, some people can argue that the Batman was too dark, but I think that's all part of it. But it has to be but because the darkness that's what is, it's about. The darkness is almost a character in and of itself. Right. Right. I mean, we've said this a million times. Gotham is a living, breathing character. Right. And part of the aesthetic of Gotham is that darkness. That, but the that thing darkness is, is a character the thing as is, well. Right. The darkness in the Batman. Mm-hmm. Right. Lends to the Batman being a boogeyman right. to criminals. Right, right. He comes in and out of the shadows. He's got that heavy, very Jason-like walk, mm-hmm. and you know we get to see that perspective, which I don't think they've ever captured. Right, no, of Batman being a boogeyman to criminals. Sure, no, exactly, exactly. And so you know that's what that's why I hated the the Schumacher movies. Because you know it was a neon fest, but here's which right, be and I Gotham and is. I didn't like it either. But the thing I will say is that wasn't trying to be real at all. No, that was an acid trip. Sure, right? Sure, but like 
I like Nolan's Batman movies. Yeah. I like them. I think yeah, they're very good. But if you look at them, they're lit artificially. Sure. Right? So they don't look, and maybe they're not as intense as, as say, The Flash, mm-hmm. right? But there is an element of kind of uncanniness to it because it there is all that artificialness. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And we know, like, like but you, said, you don't have that in right. Joker, right? With because, Joker, because we had a lot of outdoor, actual but outdoor the, scenes. But the thing of it is, is that the light, right? Even the lights in the city, mm-hmm. that's your lighting. Right. The neon or the or the street lights or whatever yeah. it is. That's yeah. all you're getting. Right. And that's and that's what you should be getting. You should be getting real sun, real moon, right. real lights from buildings, street lamps, neon signs, whatever the case might be. And I think, you know... I think that obviously, you know, having a green screen on a, style, a sound stage is going to allow you to do things you could never do in real life. Sure, of course. So there's a place for it. Yeah. But filming a whole movie on a green screen gives it too much of an artificial quality. And I think, I think I don't know if you've seen Flash yet. Uh, no, I haven't. Okay. So when you get a chance to watch mm-hmm. it, I, it is egregious. It they yeah. they don't even look human. Well, that yeah, then that's a big complaint. The CGI was one of the biggest complaints. Right, of but that the thing movie. of it is, is I don't even know if it's the CGI, because for an example, I I would say Disney's CGI peaked at uh, Pirates of the Caribbean with the Davy Jones yeah. shit. But they filmed that outside, so they right. had natural light to work with. Mm-hmm. It wasn't all on a sound stage. Yeah. I think that's and I it was think dark. that's the biggest so the you biggest can, flaw. You can hide any imperfections yeah. in the darkness. Yeah. I mean I, I think that we should have more actual props and locations. I think that that makes for a better movie. And I'm not saying do away with green screens completely. Uh, you can't. You can't right, do away with them. Because you have to do space and stuff. Sure, you know what I mean? Sure. Things and like there that. are certain but, action scenes if yeah. you want to do it in slow motion or but, whatever. I mean, but to have to have everything be, okay, now there's going to be this coming at you, so pretend like you're this. Or now this is going to happen. So, But like, not, even just, not even just that's pretend. That's going to be tough. But, but it doesn't have to look perfect because when you no. do that- you lose you lose any connection the audience has on a human level, right? And it stops becoming oh, I can re- I can connect with these characters yeah. to oh, these are just plastic dolls right. on a screen, right? But I think that you know because the technology advances and because they can make it look that way, they think that that's the right move, and it's actually the opposite. It's like yes, the technology is advancing. And it has the capability of making it look perfect, but that's right. not what you should be doing. But the, 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 you know, I think taking a look at some of these directors, like David Fincher, I think does a great job mm-hmm. with it too, um, or David F- whatever his name Fincher, is. Fincher, yeah, yeah, Fincher. I think he does a great job. Yeah, really. But he, what he's doing is he's filming on digital using vintage lenses, which give you, um, you know, just some of the best looks. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's just it's just something I I kind of noticed when I watched this this All Quiet on Netflix, and I thought to myself, like, this is not 
it takes me out of it because it's too clean. Sure. You know, and that's not to say that there wasn't dirt on the kid and all that stuff, because there was. Yeah. But it it's perfect dirt. Right. And and the sun isn't in his eyes, right? Right. And and even even when it's cloudy, there's no you know, it's not really cloudy because there's no real shadows mm-hmm. on his face. And 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 it does, at least to me. You know, because it was a powerful movie. I mean, it's a powerful story sure. anyway. Yeah. But it's, you know, they did a good job with this nice. one. But, nice. But you lose so much when you pull me out of it because I'm like, these these look like fucking robots. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, part of when you're outdoors, the element comes into play. It could be an ally. It could be something that, you know, if you're out in the dark and you're, uh, you know, there's a slasher coming to get you not being able to see it you know and 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 being able to you know really not be able to see you know that's where you're it's going to be believable but i mean if, I if think, nothing's impeding know, your vision i know we we harp on horror movies a lot but mm-hmm. i think i think part of that is is that they don't run into this because they don't have the budget sure to run that's into exactly it. The, that's you exactly know? what is good about it is right. they don't have the budget to do those things because the problem is they would do it if they had the budget, right. but I'm, because that's I guess my trend. point to it is, is that I can point to at least 10 horror movies in the last year mm-hmm. that have incredible atmosphere. Sure. And I, I don't know that I can do that with modern day no. sort of blockbusters, you know? No, because again, your the expectation is too high and, you know, they think that that would look, I don't know if it would be cheap is the right word, but- you know, they're, they're, they don't I just want think, it to look that way, and I, I, it's a mistake. I think, I think what it is, is it's just like, oh, why wouldn't you want it perfect? Right, exactly. Right? Not realizing, you know, because again, these people aren't artists, they're mm-hmm. businessmen. Right. So instead of realizing, you know, well, you don't, you know, when I, when I draw, if I'm drawing a face, it can't be totally symmetrical, because it won't look right. Right. Right, but that's but you're right. A businessman is going to look at it and say that looks perfect. Right, of and course we want it perfect. Right, and that's what they're looking at, and they're thinking, oh, for my money, that looks perfect. So I'm happy that it looks that good and the for the amount is, of money it costs. You know, I understand the reality we're living. Sure, in, right. This is not me saying you know free art, mm-hmm. it, but I think the problem we run into is there are not enough creatives in in higher. You know spaces yeah, that, can act, that can actually creatives. make make decisions. Look, you can put your money men in the money man position. Sure, of but, course. But you, as far as in the creative positions go, you should never, ever, ever have a business major. No, there. And I think it's really telling. You know, I know we it always is. harp on sort of where the story is, but I thought this was kind of another angle to discuss because it's again it's 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 a sum of its of of all of it right Right. if your story is weak and visually it's not a you know sometimes you can get away with a weaker story if visually it's you know Mm -hmm. where it needs to be but when you have something that is not visually appealing because you're getting uncanny valley vibes and the story is weak yeah, and this is where we are in Hollywood. Right. This, so you're failing on multiple fronts, yeah. you know? Maybe the cinematography looks good. Maybe the action scenes are choreographed great. Sure. But but the actual way that it's shot and the way that it's written, which are huge elements, are subpar at best. Yeah. 
No, it, it, it is. It's just, it's, it's, you're, you're taking people out of, you know, different, different aspects of the movie, it, de- depending on what it is that you like about movies and what you go for, you're, you're failing on multiple levels. And, and that's a lot of the reason why the moving going, movie going audience is not there because it's, it, the, the spectacle isn't there. I mean, yes, is it does it look great? I mean, as far as the spectacle, you can say like something it, like Oppenheimer, it, right? The big explosion sure. looks cool, right? Right, but but it's too perfect, right? But everything is is totally perfect, right? Which is kind of you know if you kind of look at Nolan's you know body of work, that's one of his mos is mm-hmm. that everything is everything has to be perfect right and i think you lose something with that yeah you, you know? definitely you definitely do there's no doubt about it all right so that was i don't know i i that that kind of lumps in the movie i watched and mm-hmm. then and then sort of that yeah. that thought i nice. want to talk about that but let's switch gears for a minute okay i want to talk about um so so a new game came out from Rocksteady. Yep. Uh suicide squad kill the justice mm-hmm. league and Rocksteady, for those of you don't who don't know, Batman games for the longest time were garbage. And uh, in the in the 2010s, Rocksteady came out with this Arkham series yep. and blew everybody out of the yeah, water. Sure it was did. a great, great story, great, great uh, gameplay and everything. Mm-hmm. And then WB kind of obviously went to Zaslov, and Zaslov is the furthest thing from a creative person sure. oh, absolutely. Uh, that you can find like it's it's incredible to me that we like the way that i view this man is he is an enemy of art mm. because he's actively hurting all of these properties sure he's just the worst and what he's done is he's made these studios sort of instead of making you know really good games they're making these things called games as a service. So I want you to play, but if you want these skins or you want the extra content, instead of us giving you a fully fleshed out game, you're going to have to buy it later on down the road. Right. Right. And you know, when you make a game like that, the core loop of the game, because you know, games are complicated, but there's really a loop Mm -hmm. that you play over and over again. And the core loop of, of the game becomes trash because you're focusing so hard on skins and microtransactions. And where can we get where, how can we squeeze every last dollar out of this? Right. You know, but that's not, you know, so, so, from everyone that's played it so far, I'm hearing from a gameplay perspective, terrible, which is no surprise because that's sure. where they've been trending. Right. Now, the reason I wanted to talk about this is because, you know, we come down pretty hard on stuff, I mm-hmm. think. And I'm going to give spoilers. So if you don't want to know if you're playing Suicide Squad or you plan on playing it, I'm going to give some spoilers right now. Yep. So there's a, there's a scene towards the end where, uh, Harley Quinn mm-hmm. kills Batman. Yep. Now, here's the thing. When I first heard that, I was like, fuck that shit. And then I started thinking about it, right? And I think I'm fine with it. And let me tell you why. Okay. It's called Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Mm-hmm. It's not a canon game. Right. The whole point is to kill the Justice League. I'm good with it. Better Harley than fucking Captain Boomerang as far as sure. I'm concerned. 
Sure. So, so there's been a lot of, you know, kind of uproar and people are calling it woke and things like that. And I don't know that, I don't know that I think that's the case. Well, see here, here's where I can see where that is coming from. Okay. Because he's, he's handcuffed to a bench. Yeah. He's tied down to a chair. And Harley Quinn gives him a, a girl boss lecture before she kills him. Sure. And and he doesn't go out in a blaze of glory. He doesn't go out in a big fight. He, he goes out by getting shot in the head after he gets talked down to. Right. But here's the thing. I'm, I honestly am fine with it. And, I, and here's why I'm fine with it. Brainiac won. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, the, if it was regular Batman and they did him that way. Sure, I would expect a blaze of glory. This is brainwashed. His fucking mind is already gone. But I think the problem here lies with the Kevin Conroy aspect of it all. Sure, although we did hear now that this is not his last role. Right, but even still, it's his last role for this game. Sure. Regardless. Sure, sure. Right, so even if it's not the last thing that we're ever going to get from Kevin Conroy, right? this is the last... Arkham game yeah, we're going to get and, from and Kevin listen, Conroy. Listen, I get it. You know, for those of us that love Batman, it's a bummer to see him get iced. Sure. But the thing is, is that I don't think it's fair to criticize the game for killing off the superheroes where it's in the fucking title. Right. Okay. And, and the thing is, is that you're playing anti-heroes in this. Right. You know, or even villains, if you want to take it a step further. So, you know, I know people were mad that Captain Boomerang was pissing on Dead Flash, but it's like, but he would do that. Right. If he was ever able to kill him canonly, yeah. he would do that. But the thing is, if if they're, if the game is made for them to win, right. then they win. Right. So that's the thing is that I, 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 the reason I wanted to talk about this is because I want to be clear because I know I know we funnel a lot of hate towards Disney and you know but it's not it's not this like alt right craziness. Right. I, I'm on board with Kill the Justice League story wise. Look, if if it better it be Harley Quinn than any of the other squad. Mm-hmm. You know, because obviously she's got the connection to the Joker and mm-hmm. if you're gonna do it that way, at least it sort right. of sums it up. You know, if she gave him some sort of weird speech, I don't know. I'd have to listen to it before I pass judgment on yeah, that. I mean, but the thing is, is that I'm fine with Batman not going out in a blaze of glory because of this. One, his brain is gone. Sure. Two, you have to keep him tied up because you're not going to be able to. You're not going to be able to stop him if he has any mobility at all. Sure. So, so you know, I think I think where people are getting all butt hurt is that you know Harley did it. Yeah. Oh, a woman killed Batman, and it's like, yep. So what? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is that if you don't want to kill the Justice League, just don't play this game. But here's the thing: who would who would be the person to kill Batman? Joker. No, because he, he wouldn't. Oh, right, he never would. You're right. So who would be the person to kill him? Right, I mean, maybe Scarecrow. Yeah, maybe like the Riddler. I mean, yeah. again, there is There's not like a perfect answer for right, that. Right, but I mean, again, it's going to be one of other. It's going to be one of his rogue gallery that's not the Joker. Right, ultimately, the only that's one that would never be. kill him right. is, is the Joker. So again, you're you. He was killed by a rogue gallery member who's a member of the Suicide Squad. Right, that is actually a 
you know, like related of, to his rogue gallery. Well, and, and not only that, but like when you look at the when you look at the Suicide Squad, she is far and away the most popular character for of sure. that group. Oh, for sure. And, so and even in that ba- group, and here's the thing: even in Batman's rogue gallery, she's up there, right? So I mean, so that part of it, I, the part of it I think that people are upset about is the Kevin Conroy aspect, and I'm like, but this is it. This. It ends whether Batman got shot in the head or walks away and goes back home. Right, we're to not getting. We don't get anymore. There's no more. So who cares? Right. I just. I think. I think it's important to be able to. You know, go the other direction sometimes and say, look, I don't. I don't agree with the woke mob. You know, because you know that fucking man baby heals. Mm-hmm. He's crying about it. Oh, of course he is. Right. Always. And the thing is, is I. You know, on some things I'm with them. You know, like I don't like how Gladriel was in the Rings of Power. I think they massacred Willow. Mm-hmm. There are things like that that I agree on, but more from a it's not a it's not because there are women filling these roles. It's because you fundamentally change characters. Right. Now, where I don't agree is this is a huge plot point in this game. Brainiac has brainwashed the Justice League. That's a huge plot point. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you know, this is a Batman game. Right. Like, if this was called Batman, you know, Suicide Squad or something, mm-hmm. and they did Batman like that, sure. Let me tell you something, too, right? I mean, unfortunately, we don't have Kevin Conroy with us anymore. That's a shame. It's horrible. If Kevin Conroy was alive right now, would Kevin Conroy have a problem with this? No. He sure as hell wouldn't. No, he would he'd be, be fine say, with it. He'd be saying that was the right play. Right, and it was the right play. Right. So, and the thing is, is that it's in the title of the game. Mm-hmm. Kill the Justice but they League. Just, but they just did this in the comics, too. They just did this in the comics as well. Sure. So again, yeah, yes, but they've we, killed Batman a hundred right, times. Right, but I mean, but they killed the just. It was they killed the Justice League. Right, right, right. And they were and they were going to replace him with the Titans. Sure. Right. This is what that happened a few uh, a, a few years ago. But right. again, what because because Kevin Conroy doesn't voice the Batman. I mean, he, he probably does in your head if you read Batman comics. Yeah, you're oh, probably, he's the voice. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know. I think the outrage is the Kevin Conroy aspect of it, not the Harley Quinn aspect of it, not the woke aspect of it. See, but that's not what I'm hearing. What I'm hearing is, is people are mad that Harley killed Batman. Harley could, Harley would never be able to kill Batman. And it's like maybe Batman when he's, you know, a game Batman, maybe not. Right. But this is brainwashed, uncurable, fucked up Batman. But you had Brainiac take him out. This is like this That's is like the thing, 10% is that if you, if you want to be real about it, it's Brainiac that took him out. Right. Brainiac being being, you know, short of maybe Doomsday or I don't know, one of the one of the greatest villains out of Superman's rogue mm-hmm. gallery, right? I mean, he's not a slouch. Right. But again, this is And Batman couldn't handle him. No, of course he couldn't. But at the end of the day, this is just a game. It's a game. And the thing is, is as an Elseworld story, mm-hmm. I think it's fine. Sure. You know? I mean, you know, and look, regardless of how you feel about Batman, because I know people bitch and moan about how he's, oh, cisgendered white billionaire that uses it. The thing is, is that it, it you know, I get it. Yes, in reality, 
Would a, would a person like that be a giant piece of shit? Of course. Probably. Of course. You're using your money to fight crime instead of like helping people. Mm-hmm. Fuck off, bro. Right. But these are stories. Right. These are stories, you know, and, you know, we identify him as, you know, whatever, a hero, an anti-hero, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But he's a guy you get behind. Sure. And, you know, people love him and have loved him their whole lives. And, and you know, he's somewhat timeless. Yeah. And the thing is, is that, you know, I don't want I don't want you to kill Batman permanently, you know, canonically. Right. But it, which, you, of course, would never happen. Right. But if you want to ice him in a kill the justice, Kevin Conroy or no, mm-hmm. if you want to ice him in a Justice League game called kill the or a suicide squad game called kill the Justice League, do it. Right. Do it. But then, but then the next game comes out. They throw him in the Lazarus pit, and he's back to life. Like, right, but you, it's not. It, even, but it's but that's permanent. not even it. Because th- they said that this is just a, you know, it takes place in the Arkhamverse, but it's not canon. Right. No, exactly. It's so not it's just canon. Like, there's no Lazarus pit to be done. No, no, no. But you know what I'm saying. Right. I if mean, you if, were to kill him in reality, you just throw him in the ra- right. Right. Or, but even this game, I'm just saying. Even right. if you wanted to make an, right. another game in the Arkham world with and, Batman. and have somebody else do the voice of it. Sure. You just, you can bring him back to life. It's a game. It's not very difficult to do. Right. But I just, I thought it was important that, you know, I at least voiced how I felt about this one because I'm with, you know, I guess if you want to be crass about it, I'm with the Wokies on this one. It's fine. Well, I don't, you know, I, but I don't think that, you know, this to me is not, you know, this isn't woke because Again, Harley Quinn has the hero's journey or the villain's journey. Yeah, in oh, this Harley case, has earned absolutely. Harley earned is that, right. That. So, uh, you know, she's on that level. So uh, there is there should be no. You could you know take the woman thing out of it. Harley Quinn has earned her stripes as an A list character. Right. I mean, as far as like w- woman villains killing Batman, it, it it could only be Harley Talia. Or maybe Ivy. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that... Well, Catwoman, I guess. If she you could if she... You right, know, but she never turn that. Yeah. Right. But I don't know. It just didn't sit right to me because, you know, I, I did hear that thing you said initially that it was like, oh, he got, you know, they put him down like a dog strapped to a chair. And it's like, yeah, he was a mad dog at that point. Right. You know, it's not Batman anymore it's it's brainiac in batman's meat suit right basically so yeah you know i think that's how you put him down and it sure and and instead of it being a powerful moment that that that's supposed to sting you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. you know old yeller right exactly like old yeller exactly it's supposed to hurt yeah people are fucking yeah you know taking that away from the story which is bullshit yeah now I think I think people I think that the 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 people that are criticizing this have this one wrong. I I, don't, I agree. I don't think that this is. And you know I love Batman. Right. Right. But I'm good with it. I'm totally good with it. Especially yeah. like I said, if this was a Batman game and they did him dirty like that, that would suck. I mean, if you did him, if this was a Batman game, you did him dirty, and this was canonical, and now he's dead going forward yeah that that and that's how we went out that's yeah that would suck but in in an else world game sure about killing the justice league right for sure and the thing is is that yes boomerang would piss on the flash of course he would would. in a second and it's you know there has to be that level of i think 
the opportunity, and again, it's squandered because they put out a shitty game. Mm-hmm. But I think the opportunity is you you get to have these moments that are filled with sort of brevity as well as being bittersweet because nobody wants to see the Flash die. No. Right? But I mean, if you're going to kill him, right. you know, Boomerang's got to piss on him. Right, but this is what this game was. This right. game was killing the Justice League and the villains winning. And... And if you don't like it, don't don't play right. it. And it's just like, you know, it's just like, oh, okay, who who, you know, this now becomes, oh well, who do you feel is qualified to kill this hero or that hero? And it's like, what does it matter? Like it's it's not like Batman, you know. Again, it's not like Batman stepped out and he was killed by. You know, somebody that had yeah, he got hit by a truck yeah, or something, or, or had no business that could ever be able to to take Batman out, right? But this isn't that. Like you said, this is Brainiac all but destroying Batman to the point right. where he, he was about 90% gone. He fried his brain. Yeah, and this was just the old Yella, like you said, putting it out of its misery because he is already dead. There, there's no coming back from see, that. And and I'll, I'll have to watch it so I can get the speech and sure. everything. But the thing is, is that they know what the situation is. So mm-hmm. if she's given him like a speech... That's not, I got to put you down. That's just how it has to be. Like, yeah. you give it that, that's fine. But if she's giving him, like, a real speech berating him, he's not even there anymore. Right. And you know it, what I mean? And you it, wasn't do, even, you know. it wasn't even a real, you know, it, it it's... It's probably just Harley getting it out. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I... I Again, I, I've heard a lot of controversy about that. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I get it from both camps. I get it from the story guys that are like... They killed Batman. And I get it from the gameplay guys who are like, the gameplay loop sucks. Right. Which, to me, you know, if you have an excellent gameplay loop, you can have somewhat of a shitty story. Sure. Or you have to have a, you know, banger of a story Mm -hmm. to have a shitty gameplay loop. And I don't think they have either. Right. I think there's probably some good good moments in sure, the story but sure. i don't think they have you know a game changer yeah. of a tale there no probably not so i wanted to bring that up because i know i know we're very hard on sort of you know the changes that are going on in hollywood mainly mm-hmm. and i just when when they when they do something right i want to acknowledge that sure. i think it's the only Absolutely. way to i think it's the only way to you know be fair i guess Right, exactly. I mean, again, it's it's a matter of you know, here's what here's what we like. This where your where your core audience. Here's what we like. Here's what we don't. Right, and we're and, trying to help thing, you. Right, and the thing is, is that even though this may not have resonated with the quote unquote anti woke crowd, mm-hmm. that's not us. Right, that this works fine. You know, obviously, you can't take my boy out canonically. Right. Of course. But this works fine as an sure. Elsewhere story. For that, I'm, sure. I'm good with it. Yeah, I'm good with it's it. Fine. And I'm good the way they took him out. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm good with it all. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, me too. All right. Let's do one more. Okay. You got anything for me? Yeah. So I want to quickly talk about uh, AI for a second. Mm. So, and this will loop into a few things, but. Sure. So. There's been a lot of controversy lately about American localizers who translate Japanese, whether it be manga or anime, you know, so obviously we can get the English subtitles. Oh, you see see it all the time. Right. I mean, 
quick example, One Piece, right? I know right. that's real popular right now. Yes. Sanji smokes cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Not in the American version. He sucks on a fucking lollipop. Right, exactly. So what, what's happening is these localizers, you know, and, and they happen to be, you know, of the woke crowd, majority of them, are putting their ideology into translation. So if they don't like something, they're taking it out and putting in the things in the in in phrases that they want to so hear. So I I have a huge issue with that. Uh, and as do I. As do I. And that's not that's not because look, regardless of if it's problematic or not, mm-hmm. okay? If it's in the original piece, you have no right to change anything exactly exactly you you are not the creator of this work you're hired to do an english translation for the english audience i would be fucking furious and and the problem is i don't think that majority of these japanese companies knew a lot of this stuff was going on well no because the you know the checks are clearing right so they're finding out now they're, they're they're getting that knowledge and they're hearing about it and and they're extremely upset because, you know, you don't have the right to change people's work, number one, but you don't have the right to add in your political views to anything if it's not there. Like this isn't, you know, again, who just the just the audacity of, of, of thinking that you can. Not only can you change something around, like, here's the thing. If Sanji, and this is a small one, if he smokes fucking cigarettes, he smokes cigarettes. I don't care if it's for kids or not. Right. I mean, again, it's not something kids don't know exists. Right. And the thing is, is that, you know, and again, that's not so much on the political side of things. Right. That's just a small thing that they've right. done. But, but it's, a, but but it's it any of it. Me. But it it's does any bother of it. me because yeah. you're, you know you're changing the character mm-hmm. right yeah sanji smokes cigarettes yeah not sucks on lollipops right. he's got and, a nicotine you know, and then there's some of these ones where they're saying oh well we give we let them know uh well you know there's a little bit too much cleavage showing on this one and the, or that skirt is a little too short and i'm like yeah but this is why these things are so popular because right but uh, they i mean don't hold the, the thing, same standards the thing of it is right is that when when you change the artist's message mm-hmm. what you're doing is 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 you're you're making us understand less the culture of you know japan right or these artists at, at least and not to say that anime is all the culture that japan has by by far they have much more but but when you do these things, you're putting a barrier up between, you know, or Americanizing it. And it's like, yeah, but then if if there was ever an opportunity to meet these guys, you don't even know who the fuck they are. Right. But the but the other part of that problem is, you know, be, because you're doing what you're doing. Right. You're also making it where people aren't going to appreciate because, again, a lot of people may not have read the manga. Right. Right. Because it's not, it's it's in Japanese, right? So they can't. Right. So now you're putting in your ideology, and all of a sudden now it's not popular to a lot of people. When it comes out and they hear that messaging, right, and we know that that's a big problem, ask Disney, we know how big of a problem all, you know, all that messaging is and, and the woke agenda is. So when you're doing that and these products are coming out now in America and that's what you're hearing, 
you're going to have the same problem. And what you might do is miss an opportunity for something awesome because that's not supposed to be in there. And what you've taken out because you've taken the moral high ground and decided what we should be able to be exposed to or not, you might be killing someone's property. And now all of a sudden, you know, you're taking food off their table and then they find out that right, you but killed not even, their product. Not even, not even coming at it from from a capitalistic standpoint, but just purely artistically, if you add your own message, whether it's political or not, mm-hmm. right? If you change the artist's original message in any way, you're 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 robbing them of their artistic integrity right without their without even their consent exactly all you're supposed to do is translate it and make it fit in the english language that's it that's all you're raping the property right that's exactly what you're doing and again you you might be killing this person's property by what you're doing and you have no business no one gave you that license to go and make these now, changes to these people's right. work. Now, now I'll go the other way and mm-hmm. I'll play advocate a little bit. If the original artist says, you know, hey, I know there are some themes that won't really, you know, make sense sure. to Americans. You know, feel free to Americanize it. Sure, have at it. Do sure. whatever you got to do. If you get the, if you get that. But from just, the creator, right. but then just, sure. But just getting the property and going, ah, this is a little problematic. How dare you? Yeah, it's but it's problematic to you. That's the thing. You're saying it's problematic to your own right, sensibilities. But the thing is, is that if if it's problematic to you and you don't have express permission from the artist to change it, stand by your values and get the fuck out. Right. And let someone who it's not problematic exactly for, say no. I won't work on that because right. It, but don't I don't don't change it. Right. You have no right to tell anybody. What is and what is not problematic. Exactly. And again, look, as a society, obviously, we're constantly evolving and we're constantly deciding what is and isn't okay. Mm-hmm. Right? But but the thing about art and why art is so important is it's supposed to be above that. Right. You're supposed to be able to say, yeah, there are themes that are going to make you uncomfortable and make you ask questions or question yourself or question your morality. Yeah. That's the whole purpose of art. Not, so when you when you when you fucking whitewash it, yeah. so to speak, and make it make it this, you know, well, there's no real villains, right? You know what Not I mean? Not everything is supposed to be the same. You know, and that's the whole thing. That's right. If what, I wanted fucking vanilla pudding at every meal, right? Like, yeah, this might not, you know, these themes and this subject matter not, might not be for you, and so you don't, you know, that's not for me. But this one is. We need all those differences. We need all of those things to to be able to to live in this world. Right. I and think we can choose what we want. I think there's a difference between, you know, you know, obviously something as evil as as say like, you know, fascism, mm-hmm. right? And you know, changing an artist's story because it doesn't line up with your values. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Fascism is a, is a real world problem. Sure. Art is supposed to make you question your values mm-hmm. or question your integrity or not. 
you know, right. depending on what the artist is going for and how it's interpreted. But but you're not allowed to change that artist's vision unless you have expressed permission to exactly. do so. Exactly. And I think I think that's kind of something we're seeing a lot of these Too days. Too much of. Too much of people. People are bastardizing other people's work. And the, you know how I feel about AI. Mm-hmm. I think I don't think that there's I think there's a lot of good that can be done with it. But but the one thing AI should not be involved in at all is art. No, except in this case. Now they're going to shift to AI to it, do the right, translation. It, you, what because you've done they, is you've just given you've just given the computer, you know, full access to. Yeah. Translation. And it'll probably be better. Right. You know, as much yeah, as I because, hate to admit it. Yeah, of course but, it will. But I am very much of the opinion that it, that with all the marvels we can do with this AI, mm-hmm. why are we teaching it to draw pictures? We right. should be teaching it to do spreadsheets. Right. Right. But, you know, again, you you have, and I don't know how many people there are, right? But let's say you have 10 people that are, you know, doing these translations You've now wiped out nine jobs because they're, they're going to keep one person just to make sure as an editor, right. just to make sh- and make and, sure the computer. Right. The AI is on point. Right. And that's it. So you you've helped, you know, you've killed your industry because you had to stand by what you think is is your moral sensibilities. Right. But but but. And so and you it's know, fine to have moral sensibilities. But what but if it's not your work. You can't apply. You can have an opinion on it. Sure. Once art goes out to the public, it's everyone's. Sure. But you can't change that art so that other people will have different opinions on it right. based on your morality. Right. You you do not. You are not part of the creative process. Right. And that's what unfortunately these people got in their head that they are. That they're like, okay, we're doing the translation. And we're gonna we're gonna make it for the modern day American but audience. Right, but that's not your place. Right. You're, 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 no one gave you're you not, that role. You're not. You know, if you want to add any creativity to it, the creativity should have been, you know, oh, this stanza doesn't make sense in English. How can we convey the message so it's exactly right. the same that's a, that's in an English all you're way? Supposed to that's be the doing. creativity right. behind that's it. it. That's not it. changing the message. Nope. That's all you're supposed to be doing. Make it work. In English. And the thing is, is that, you know, for all of your sort of virtue signaling, you're giving the machines what they want. Right. Exactly. You know, you're, you're pushing the to, to go to AI because you can't you can't control yourselves. You, you know, these people, they just can't control themselves. They can't just do the job. Nope. They and, have and here's to take the thing. their it's message. Not a, it's not a specific person or a personality type. These are random people throughout the industry that mm-hmm. are doing these things. Right. Exactly. So it's like, you know, whatever you subscribe to and whatever the message is, whether it's whether it's woke or anti-woke or whatever, yeah. you can't put your own fucking agenda into into a piece of work that's already done right and is not yours right exactly exactly all right let's put this one to bed before i have before <laughs> i have an right aneurysm. exactly um so that's up you know jim is always yeah got 88 88, 88 of these in 88 the book down Oof. what uh what's going on well we uh you know last time we uh talked we uh we launched uh chapter two of Ever. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's over on Webtoons. Yeah, and we're so building. 
Yeah. So chapter one uh, and chapter two are out now. You know, going to start gearing up for uh, chapter three. But in the meantime, you know, we got new art dropping every single week. So check yeah, out the socials. Jurassic Park, I saw. The Jurassic Park like piece. Like that one. Yeah. Very rad. All right, guys. So you know where we're at. CatalystCrafting.com is the main website. Catalyst Creations NH is the Etsy store. Uh, we're going to be at Northeast Comic Con at the beginning of March mm-hmm. down in Boxborough, mm-hmm. Massachusetts. Uh, still waiting on anime, Boston. Yeah, right? yeah. I don't know. We're trying to get in. We'll let you guys know. But, uh, you know, what What do you guys think? I mean, have you seen The Dark and the Wicked? Have you seen All Quiet, the new All Quiet on the Western Front? Do you think I'm crazy when I say movies are too clean? They look too clean. Do you like that aesthetic? Do you dislike that aesthetic? Uh, what's your opinion on, on Old Yeller Batman? <laughs> <laughs> and how do you feel about what's going on with the anime translations and the manga translations and kind of putting it in the hands of uh, Skynet? <laughs> Let us know in the comments. All right, crew. Catch you on the next one.